Hello and happy Thursday, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Girls These Days. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Brenna. And we are your hosts. I have to apologize in advance because I'm feeling a little stuffy. A little thicky. And I feel like I probably sound really, really congested. So bear with us. Bear with me. Bear with Lindsay and her sniffles. Bear with me and my sniffles. I'll try to edit them all out, but no promises. (laughs) So this week's topic, we are talking about weddings. Yes. Specifically, what we hate about them. True. Just yes. kidding. Kind of. Well, yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously a disclaimer that if there's anything, trends or things in here that we talk about that you either did for your wedding or want to do for your wedding, like still just do them. Yeah. It's just our opinion. And there are things that we'll talk about that people don't like trends that people don't like that we did for our own weddings and that's okay because it's your day and it really doesn't matter what anyone else thinks however we are born and bred to be a hater so right we have to talk about it yeah you can still do it but we'll probably still hate on it yeah but again it's like it's not our wedding so but again it's your day so like (laughs) do your thing you're the bride mama (laughs) (laughs) it's your day girly okay so first we're just going to talk about trends that we hate and then we'll talk about what you guys submitted and then we'll talk about things that we wish we'd done differently in our own weddings and then things that you submitted in that category and then some stories if we have time right is that right yep okay we got a lot of submissions so thank you all but we're gonna try to power through to get as much in as we can yes (laughs) yes do you want to start yeah so I think one of the wedding trends that I've always hated forever and ever is uh the couple smashing cake in each other's face oh yeah which I'll say right now I did smash cake into Austin's face but it's because he like specifically asked me multiple times yeah please shove cake in my face (laughs) he fed me my cake very nicely and then I yeah like shoved the cake in his face but that's because it's like he's always had a dream to have his face shoved in cake (laughs) so I feel like that doesn't count yeah but otherwise hate it especially when the groom smashes cake into the bride's face and smears it all over her professionally Smears done it, makeup literally yeah how do they not know how much you spent on makeup yeah and there's probably no one there to do touch-ups yeah so you just screwed her over for the rest of her wedding and all those yeah. pictures that are kind of going to come after and especially when you can like tell afterward that the bride like didn't want the groom to do that Mm-hmm. because it's one thing like I mean the groom doesn't have makeup on. So it's like, you can just easily go wipe your face off. It's not a big deal, but right. I feel like you can tell sometimes when the bride is like not happy afterward that mm-hmm. they probably had a conversation about it. And she was like, I don't want you to do that. And he would be like, it'll be so funny. It'll be so funny. And she's like, you better not. And mm-hmm. then he does it anyway. Yeah. I feel like that's a huge red flag. Red flag. I told Austin, I said, if you shove cake in my face, yeah. I will divorce you immediately. <laughs> yeah. I will get that wedding, that marriage annulled. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's, again, it's just like a conversation you need to have. If it's between, yeah. if it's cake smashing between two consenting adults, yeah, that's different. Yeah. I feel like, and I love seeing weddings where the bride and groom just so cutely cut their cake and they feed yeah. each other a cute little bite and everyone yeah. claps. Like that's all we, that's all we really need. Yeah. It's not a competition. If it's a competition, <laughs> then you guys are weird. I don't yeah. know. Okay. My first one is, um, when people, I feel like this is very much a Mormon wedding thing, um, but when everyone posts the 
we're getting married and the link for the we need your address form. Oh my gosh. And here's why. Because my there are things about traditional Mormon weddings that just make it feel so unspecial. Mm-hmm. And one of those is just like everyone and their mom being invited. Like anyone can just show up. It's usually buffet style. It's usually like open house style. People dress, you know, kind of casually and stuff like that, which personally I just hate. Like it's your wedding day. It's like such a special day mm-hmm. and I want it to be only people there who like I want there. So when I see people who it's like I'm, I'm peers with, maybe we're friends, not super close friends, but I'm like, if I'm, if we're not close enough for us to have each other's phone number to where you can just text me this link mm-hmm. to fill out my address then it's like, I probably am not close enough to be requesting an invitation to your wedding. Exactly. Also, I don't want to have to request to be invited. If I make the guest list, great. But it's like, I don't, you know, I don't want to have to like ask to be put on the guest list. That Mm -hmm. just feels like wrong to me. Yeah. It's very ingenuine. Is that a word? Uh, sure. Like, no, I totally agree, though. I feel like the I need your address website, we used it more for like we would send I would send it to someone. And right. Say, we did. Hey, that can too. you fill this out? So I have your yeah. address. Mm-hmm. But literally, yeah, it's so true. Mormon weddings, they love to just even like the day of they'll be like, here's the invitation last like, minute. If anyone wants to come. Seven. I'm yeah. like, what? <laughs> I don't want just random people showing up at my yeah. wedding. Literally. But I mean, maybe people don't care about that. But yeah, I don't know. I like weddings are so expensive and we were paying like Ours wasn't at like a wedding venue. Like we paid for every single chair that someone's butt sat in. Like exactly. food, cake, everything. It's like you have to know how many people yeah. you're having Yep. in order to like plan this properly. Yeah. And you don't want to just have like a ton of food left over, a ton of whatever. And it's mm-hmm. like that's just unnecessary cost in yeah. my opinion. It's, and it's funny too because I feel like usually Mormon weddings are like low budget. Yeah. So it's like why do you then open it up to anyone that wants to come yeah. it's just I don't know it's kind of funny it seems yeah. kind of counterintuitive yeah but so I just don't like the principle of it like yeah if we were close like that I would either already be on the list or you would be like texting me asking for my address specifically like I'm not gonna be like ooh, yep invite me invite me yeah exactly oh I fully agree my next one is wedding hashtags oh, yeah. I feel like that was cool for like a year back in like 20 it was a 16 it or was something. a moment yeah I feel I like it was know. even before that. Yeah. I guess I just never understood the use of wedding hashtags aside from maybe it looks cute because do people actually go back and then look through the hashtag of all the pictures? Like, I think it's more so for like the couple. Right. Okay. But so to be fair, so when, when the wedding hashtags were big, I remember like when I was in student council, we would have our big state conventions. We would have a hashtag like hashtag whatever the theme is AASC, you know, that's like the name right. of the student council organization. So it's like everyone who's posting can use that on their photos. So then if people want to go and look through people's photos from this event, mm-hmm. then they can do so under a hashtag. But it's like a wedding is usually much smaller than like a giant convention. Mm-hmm. And it's like nowadays I feel like people aren't posting as much from other people's weddings. Whereas yeah. in like, 2014 2015 when you would just post anything and everything to your instagram maybe more so true it was like useful yeah for like the couple to go be able to go back and look at like what other people had posted 
yeah or pictures they've true. taken yeah because now it's all about the stories anyway and those will yeah. be gone after 24 hours yeah. but yeah I think it's more I'm not a very I don't really like puns and like plays on words <laughs> and so it's all it just feels like a competition of like how creative can we get with this hashtag yeah. or like who's getting the best last name that makes yeah. like the best pun yeah <laughs> or these incredibly long hashtags it's just yeah. I don't know I just don't think we should do those anymore yeah I just feel like they're not really as useful no and not. it's like now after like a decade of people doing these hashtags especially if your last name is any kind of common like Hanson it's probably yeah it's probably been done already so you're gonna Smith be like looking through other people's wedding photos too very true but I will say even when I was planning my wedding I'm on this like wedding connection Facebook page that has just like thousands and thousands of members which honestly was helpful for certain things but a lot of people would post on there. They're like, I need help with a wedding hashtag. The last name is this and the theme is this or whatever. People would like comment, you know, ideas. But I'm like, I don't think you really need to. My my idea is no hashtag. Yeah, you should have commented that. <laughs> that's my that's my recommendation. You should just do a hashtag and then nothing after yeah. it. Yeah. But at the height of it, it kind of was the moment. Yeah, it was. The and back hashtag. then I was like, I can't wait to make my wedding hashtag. And yeah. I'm like, please stop. Yeah. So. Okay. Another one, this is also very, I feel like, niche to Mormon weddings. Um, So, okay, it's specific, so let me get through it. So it's taking your bridal photos, like your bridal couple photo session, like way before the wedding, like a month or more before the wedding, and then like sharing them on your social media, like 10 more days until we say I do. And it's like you're already sharing like yourself in your wedding dress and like your wedding outfit and everything like Again, I just feel like it makes the day seem so much less special. It makes the actual wedding day just seem like a formality. Like you've mm-hmm. already done all the stuff leading up to it that it's like, yeah, now it's just official, but it's like not that exciting. Mm-hmm. Like I specifically asked my photographer not to share any of our bridals like before like the wedding day, which we only yeah. did it two days before. It wasn't like, Same. you know, but I was glad that we did a separate session especially with having like the whole wedding day structure with like the temple, the ceremony, there's just, there wouldn't have been time. Mm -hmm. And then we got to kind of do a first look quote unquote, just like privately without Mm -hmm. a bunch of like fanfare. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not saying I'm against doing bridal photos like ahead of time by like a day or two, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I also feel like now kind of uh, with this competition of the hashtags that you were saying, like there's this competition almost to go take them in the most like outrageous locations, like mm-hmm. on Horseshoe Bend or like in these places that you have to like actually hike to, which can be really cool for like elopements and like really small things like that. And mm-hmm. if like that's what you want for your bridles, like that's great. But or like, you know, the salt flats. I feel oh, like that's yeah. a very big one, too. Yep. Um, Or just like on the side of some like mountain cliff. And we just did ours at the venue, like yeah. at the house that we were doing the wedding at. And mm-hmm. I don't know, sometimes it's, it just feels like super over the top because it's like you didn't get married there. Right. And it's cool to have like a photo shoot there, but you could just do like a regular photo shoot there. I would be so nervous about getting my dress like dirty into those conditions oh, like yeah. before the actual wedding. Yep. But so it sounds like that one was kind of twofold. One is just yes. like. like posting way in advance like your bridles before the wedding day even comes and then the other one is 
going to these insane locations. Yeah. Yeah. I think I totally agree, especially with the first one. I feel like part of the, and maybe this is just a tradition that isn't any longer, but it's like one of the excitements of the wedding day is like, what's the bride's dress yeah, going to look like? Like the big reveal. Yeah, the big reveal. Yeah. And if everyone's already seen it, it doesn't make you less beautiful, but yeah. it's like, oh yeah, I already saw like, her oh, dress. Okay, cool. And there are seven posts that she yeah. made before. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree with that. My next one is, we've said this several times, but this might be specific to like Utah weddings, like Mormon weddings, but I feel like I've seen a lot of when the couple changes outfits for their exit, which that I'm fine with if like the girl puts on a more like like a shorter dress or something. Yeah. I think that's super cute, but I've been seeing a lot of couples, usually they're a lot younger, they'll change into like a really casual outfit, still the black and the white, and then they'll be wearing like matching shoes, usually matching Nikes. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is about white couples and their matching Nikes. I, I truly it's cannot. It's like an epidemic. It is. And I again, I this might be Utah. So if you're like, I don't know what you're talking about, yeah. it might be Utah. Yeah. I follow a lot of Utah photographers on my photography page and I'm just sick of it. Yeah. It's not unique anymore. It's cringy. I don't I don't like it personally. Yeah. So if you've done that, I'm sorry <laughs> that I'm like hating on it. But I just cannot I don't I don't get it. Yeah. I um I had thought about doing like exit outfits uh for mine and Ryan's like me in like a white, like just crew neck and sweatpants and him in like a black. But then mm -hmm. I was like I think I'm going to want to like leave in my dress. I think yeah. I'm going to want to like do my big exit like in my dress. Yeah. But yeah, I'm trying to think of other ones besides like the sweatsuits that I've seen. Yeah. I mean, I've just seen some couples, they just get into a much more casual outfit, but I don't know. I just, I think it's what, I don't even know if I would call it a trend. It's more just like a fad, like a very quick thing that's like, cool for like a day and then I just feel like you're gonna look back in even a few years and be like why did we put literal pajamas on to leave our wedding yeah. that's so embarrassing <laughs> that's so embarrassing like you're showing your great-grandchildren oh yeah we put on we put on our like I don't know our Nike sweatsuit yeah. and our Air Force Ones like yeah. that's so embarrassing yeah I feel like um sometimes especially for the bride it's like oh it's gonna be a pain in a pain in the butt to get out of my dress yeah which is understandable too but I don't know men have hands and fingers like yeah. they can unbutton the tiny little buttons yeah I think we had a crochet hook in our little basket that you put together I think oh I didn't put that in there but I wish I had oh. had that for my dress I don't remember maybe he just was able to do it but I had a million buttons down the back of my I dress I mean I'm sure that boy will fine. be very motivated to get those buttons <laughs> yeah <laughs> One way or another. They'll, it's, they'll find a way. Fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. My next one is when this is one that is not niche to Mormon weddings because it has to do with like the actual ceremony, but it's when like everyone and their mother has to be like walked down the aisle. Oh like, yeah. You know, I, we didn't do that for any one in our families like I think but it's like family well yeah or like you know like the groom's brother walks the mom down the aisle and then they sit and then the groom's father will walk down grandma one and then they sit and then so and so brother will walk down grandma two. it's just like everybody has to be like escorted down the yeah. aisle that's in like the family mm -hmm. and I'm like why yeah that seems like overkill 
It does seem like overkill. I know it's probably more like traditional. Like, a, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's like more for certain cultures or religions, even that it's like just kind of a traditional thing to like respect your elders, maybe. But I don't know. I was like, you guys can just sit like everybody else. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't really think anyone cares to see all the yeah. family members walk yeah. down the aisle. No offense. Yeah. And then it's like you have to have coordinating outfits for everybody. Well, that's just like one other layer to it. It's like, yeah. do you want them to be all in coordinating colors for the wedding colors? Do you get corsages and boutonnieres for all of those people that are walking down the aisle? Like, it's just too much. Yeah. Too much. That is too much. My last one is line dances oh. at weddings, specifically the cha-cha slide. Yeah. Cha-cha slide was fun in like second grade. Yeah. And then it no longer was. Yeah. I don't know how you feel about line dances, but I specifically asked our DJ, like, do not play line dances. Yeah. Like, at all. I don't want any of them. Yeah. I also was the same. I was like, no cha-cha slide, no Cupid shuffle, no electric slide. I honestly would have been fine with the Macarena, but it's like, these (laughs) days, not everybody knows it. True. And it's disappointing. That is disappointing. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to play to the crowd that I know I have. So, no Macarena. We didn't do any of that. Like, and I'm, I will always be a participant. Honestly, I'm an active participant in wedding dance floor. Like I will help you to keep this party going. Yeah. I'm a, I'm your guest at a wedding. It is my duty to dance on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it. Yeah. So I may not like it, but I will, I will do the Cupid shuffle. I will too. But I'm not going to be happy. True. And then after <laughs> the first 30 seconds, I'm going to be like, okay. It always just goes on too long. They're so, why are they seven minutes long? I don't know. And this is what, like, I'm just going to lump one of mine in here with the, like, choreographed dance, or not choreographed, but like the first dance, the the father-daughter dance, the mother-son dance. Mm -hmm. Don't be dancing to a full song. No. A minute, a minute and a half. That's all you need. People are going to get uncomfortable and bored. Yep. Like, don't do the full three and a half minute song. Yeah. It's too much. Yep. <laughs> and then all your guests are just like, okay, how much long is this going to go on? They'll just for? like get on Instagram and then they'll just stop watching. Yeah. Which I also hate when people like aren't actively paying attention. Or when they're having a literal their... conversation yes. on the side. I'm, I'm like, like shut quiet. up. They're doing their first dance. Yeah. I don't care if you're bored. Just act like you're paying attention. You don't yeah. want to be in the pictures like on your phone. Oh, literally. Or in the background or with the yeah. cake cutting. I'm like, pay attention. It takes yeah. five seconds. Like really... everybody gather around and act excited. Yeah. You're a guest here. Like do your duty. Yeah. Drives it's very nuts. true. Um, My last one. This isn't so much the wedding, but kind of the lead up to it is like the full weekend long weekend destination bachelorette extravaganzas that it's turned into (laughs) like they can be so fun if like all of your bridal party is on board with that um and I kind of felt pressure to do this I think a little bit but it's just like that's so much additional cost that not everybody can do I feel like if you are maybe the first one to get married out of all your friends and everyone's single and has their own income and has PTO and no kids and whatever, it's like appropriate to be like, oh, let's go to Mexico for a weekend or whatever. But for a lot of people, it's not feasible. And I think as the bride, you just have to be flexible and understand. Like if you want to do it and understand that not everyone's going to be able to come and be okay with that, that's fine. 
Mm-hmm. Or like if you're going to be like, I want everybody there, so I'm paying for everybody. Like, that's fine. But you can't expect everybody to like use all their time off, use all this money to like travel for a bachelorette trip or a bachelor weekend. Mm-hmm. But like if everyone wants to, that's great. But I feel like I see a lot of like TikToks where it's like, I'm a bridesmaid and the bride wants to do like a weekend in the Maldives for her bachelorette. Jeez. It's going to be like $2,500 per oh my person. Gosh. It's just like so yeah. overkill. Yeah. Which again, it's fine and it's fun and great, but it's like, I think a a night is still plenty. Yeah. Plenty good. I have been, well, I'm currently involved in two wedding parties right now. And what we did for them was great. I thought the we just did this for my friend Haley. She had her bridal shower on a Saturday. And then that Saturday night into like until Monday morning, we just kind of did a little nearby like bachelorette retreat kind of thing. So it was oh, like, yeah. so that way you don't have to also travel for the bridal shower and also travel another weekend for this, especially if you're out of state. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's great. And so then. My other friend who I'm a bridesmaid for is doing the same kind of thing. She's doing like her bridal shower on a Saturday and then Saturday night into Sunday is like an Airbnb, like bachelorette, little mini extravaganza. Yeah. I'm like perfect. I love it. Like just lump it all together. It's so efficient. That actually is so smart. I know. I've never thought to do that. I know. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was not to get ahead of ourselves, but that is one thing I wish I had done is at least some sort of short like bachelorette party or whatever but I don't know maybe that was something my maid of honor should have planned it was in a panoramic okay (laughs) I was depressed the panoramic hadn't started yet Lindsay I know (laughs) I'm totally kidding Lindsay was the best maid of honor I thought you didn't want one I probably said I didn't but maybe deep down I did well I'm sorry that I couldn't deep it's okay into the recesses of your brain and discover that yeah well that's kind of part of being the maid of honor (laughs) I was a good maid of honor I'm just kidding Lindsay was the best maid of honor I'd be deflecting and calming down she was great I was running interference big time yeah no she was your wedding day Lindsay, Lindsay prevented phallic shapes from being drawn on my yeah. getaway car. And when like, <laughs> I could tell that you were getting stressed out, I was like, everybody shut up. Like everybody stop talking to Brenna. I'm like Brenna, what do you want to do? What do you think about this? The photographer asked X, Y, or Z. What do you think? And then you're like, oh, I think this. And I'm like, turn around to the bridal part. I'm like, everybody listen. <laughs> yeah. This is what we're doing. We're walking on two. <laughs> yeah. Lindsay should be like a maid of honor for hire, even for people that don't know you. Yeah. yeah. Lindsay was great. Anyway, <laughs> we digress. Now trends that you all submitted that you said you hate. So don't shoot the messengers on these because this was all y'all. Um, the first one is the shoe game. I did this. <laughs> Lame. Just kidding. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> um, no. So if you're not familiar, this is the game where you each hold like the broom. The broom. <laughs> the bride and the groom sit back to back and you're holding a bride shoe and a groom shoe in each hand. And then the MC will be like, who is more likely to like leave the dishwasher, leave the dishes in the dishwasher. And then. You raise either the bride shoe or the groom shoe for who's more likely to do that. Right. And I've, I absolutely agree. It is overdone. And this was one thing where I like really wanted to do it at my wedding. Cause I'd seen it at others and I thought it was just so cute and fun. And I almost didn't do it because when I was looking up like fun reception games that like aren't cringy or whatever, 
so many people were like, I hate the shoe game. I hate the shoe game. It's so overdone. And so I almost didn't do it, but I'm glad I did because I liked it. I thought it was fun, but I can 1000% see why other people don't. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like it's really only fun if you know the couple really well. Cause you're like, I thought they'd say that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like you have to know both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think it just can be fun and silly to like see their reactions or whatever. If you're like getting really into it and stuff, but yeah. Can I be honest? I don't even remember you doing the shoe game. I think I was literally having a conversation somewhere else oh. at the reception. Oh. And I was we like, were, what are they doing? Oh, the shoe we game. We were right in the middle of everything. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I missed that. Oh, that's okay. That's um, why I wasn't Lindsay's maid of honor. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> JK. Another trend that you guys hated that I did at my wedding is matching bridesmaids dresses, which... I don't think I could say that I hate that. I liked my bridesmaids dresses, but I will say if I could go back and do it again, I do like the mismatched but same color bridesmaids dresses. Yeah. I know that's what you did, Lindsay, and I thought it looked mm-hmm. really good. Yeah, I I was so happy with how it turned yeah. out. And for for me or for mine, it wasn't just like, here's the color, go pick a dress. I kind of was like, here's the website, here's all your different choices. And yeah. then I don't think I had more than two people in the same dress and everyone right. kind of said what their top picks would be. And I don't think anyone had the same top pick or yeah. like more than two people. So yeah. it worked out for everybody, mm-hmm. but yeah, I was really happy with how it turned out. I feel like mismatched bridesmaids dresses is like more on trend right now. Yes. Like, so I don't know, maybe if we, in five years, everyone's going to be like, I hate when people have mismatched bridesmaid dresses. Like, I mean, maybe, but I also feel like as long as the colors flow well together, yeah. like maybe there are different shades of a color. I think as long as you have some sort of boundary set or like yeah. expectation set, yeah. like Lindsay literally was like, here's the different style of dresses. Yeah. That styles of dresses. Send me which ones you want and then I'll mm-hmm. assign you to a dress. Yeah. So I think my mind, I was trying to pick one style of dress that I thought would look good on all body types. Yeah. But I just didn't even think about doing like different dresses different in dresses. the same color. So I, I think I would do that if I did it over again. Yeah. But I don't think I could say that I hate that trend. But I could see how maybe some people wouldn't like it. Yeah. Well, I think too, like that's one of the things that I like about it so much is that it allows people to like dress in something that they're comfortable with. And you know, if a bride picks like all strapless dresses and it's like, well, I don't think strapless dresses look good on me. So it's like, I would wear it, but I, it probably wouldn't be flattering or whatever. Like just, yeah. Like you were saying, like different body types look better in different types Mm -hmm. of dresses and people just feel more confident in different things. And yeah, I kind of even like the trends where it's just like, they're all different colors. Like like for a spring one or something, they're like all, and it's like well done, but like oh. you have one in like a, a pale yellow and you have one in like a satin light pink and one in like a dusty blue, but it all just like goes well together because yeah. it's just kind of like wildflowers and colors and whatever. Yeah. Um, and again, it's very curated. It's not just like, oh, everyone just go pick your own dress. Yes. But again, it like that, you can do that too. Like, yeah. But I do. Yeah. I, I like the mismatched mm-hmm. wedding. Yeah mismatched bridesmaids dress trend I keep saying wedding dresses (laughs) yeah I think it's pleasing to the eye yeah uh oh this one was submitted like 18 times and it was also (laughs) on my list the garter toss (laughs) why are we not putting this like in prison yeah anyone who participates you're going to jail the police are waiting to take you away as soon as you throw the garter yeah it's police are gonna catch the garter (laughs) take take you to jail (laughs) yeah 
I were guilty of that. And, you know, I feel bad because I think for some reason I thought like that was just something you did. If you did a bouquet toss, you had to do a garter toss. And poor Austin, he really did not want to do it. And I remember being like, it'll be so funny. Yeah. Like you'll be glad you did it. (laughs) And that is his biggest regret from our wedding day. Like he loses sleep over that. (laughs) He's like, I am so mad that I did that. I felt so embarrassed. And... For some reason, I love my wedding video, but for some reason, there's more footage of Austin doing the garter toss than there is of me walking down the aisle. Like, I don't know how that happened. I don't know why. I don't know how that happened. That's but, so, so it, it haunts him. Yeah. So yeah, so let's just never do that again. I don't know where that originated from. Yeah, oh, I gosh. don't either. And I had told Ryan, I was like, listen, if you want to do something creative with the garter toss... We can buy a garter. Like he had talked about maybe like putting it around a football and like throwing a football <laughs> to his friends because he like thought that that was cool and funny. I'm like, yeah, but there's going to be like lights strung up. Like, I don't know if that's the best idea because no. you're going to want to throw it really far. Yeah. But I was like, we can do something with the garter, but you will not be removing the garter from me. Like you can right. just have it. Yeah. Like we're not doing that whole thing because it is so awkward. That is so it's awkward. so uncomfortable to watch. And I imagine, well, yeah, I didn't do it, but to be a participant in that probably feels so uncomfortable to have your husband underneath your dress in front of everyone, which for me was a lot of church people that knew me since I was little. And I'm like, wait, why are we doing Or like your in-laws and (laughs) even just your family. It's like, I didn't want to No, I didn't want any part of it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And yeah, I don't understand why it's a thing either. And that was the kind of main thing. I was like, we can do the bouquet toss. Like, that's all fun. And it's like, oh, whoever catches it is supposed to be next. I don't know that that's the same messaging with the garter, is it? I always kind of assumed that it was, but I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I feel like I'm sure it originated from something like a long time ago. And it probably had to do with like, I am going to deflower this girl. So here's her garter for the next guy. Like, I don't know. I'm sure it was some sort of like misogynistic thing. thing. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. And now yeah. we're like, ah, garter toss. And it probably has like really weird origins. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, this was submitted a lot of times. I think yeah. that um, we should outlaw the garter toss. Yeah. We should start a petition. Yeah. Okay. So keep an eye out for that link for the petition. Yep. 2024, no Crocs, no garter toss. Someone said that they don't like the trend of the neon sign with the couple's last name. <sighs> Which I was kind of shocked to see because I I do feel like it's done a lot, but I don't think I would yeah. say that I hate that. I just think it's maybe a little overdone. Yeah. I This was another thing that I did at my wedding. Yeah. <laughs> and I agree that it is overdone. Like, it was very much a moment. Let's see. I got married in December of 2021. Yeah. And I almost felt at that point, like, I was like, is it not like original anymore? Like, should I not do it? Like, are too many people doing it that it's not unique anymore? Um, but like people are still doing it and I think it's cute. It makes for a cute little backdrop and we have ours hanging in our house now. Oh yeah, you do. Even though I didn't change my last name. It just says the (laughs) McDonald's. (laughs) But I also, one thing I liked about mine is that I didn't do like the scripty font. I feel like everyone does the scripty font. But I did mine just like kind of block letters like the McDonald's like on two lines. Right. And we also hung it from our little sweetheart table. Yeah, that was cute. And I thought it was really cute. Oh, that was super cute. Yeah. We were just at a wedding this last weekend and um, 
Ryan and I were dancing and he was like, they have a neon sign. I was like, yeah, I saw it. It's cute. It's really big. And he's like, do you think she's going to end up in 10 months, not changing her last name too? And I was like, probably not. (laughs) He was just teasing. He supports, but it was funny (laughs) because yeah, like fully have this sign up in my house. I'm like, this is not even a McDonald's. You should like have whoever made the sign, make you a dash Weigel's. The McDonald's slash Weigel's. Yeah. <laughs> slash yeah. sushi boyfriend Matilda. Yeah. Okay. The, the other thing I will say with the neon signs, though, that does drive me up the wall is that nobody seems to understand that unless your last name is O'Reilly or O'Neill or something of the variety, there should not be an apostrophe coming anywhere near that neon sign. No, no. We need to understand the grammar rules of plurals. And that there will never be an apostrophe. Yeah. To make it plural. That's true. Okay. Unless it was the Smith's sign. <laughs> right? The Smith's wedding. <laughs> this, that would be more. That's yeah, possessive though. That's not plural. Right. Possessive versus plural. Yeah. So unless you, the last name already has an apostrophe in it, don't even think about putting an apostrophe yeah. in that sign. Consult us first and we'll tell yep. you what's proper. We'll come rip that freaking apostrophe right yeah. off your neon sign and ruin your yeah. wedding. Because odds are you need an ES at the end, not an apostrophe S. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Grammar lesson from Lindsay. Anyway, that's my gripe with the neon signs. <laughs> no, I'm glad you said it. The next person said that they hate reception lines. And I a thousand percent agree with this. Yeah, a thousand percent. Which if you're not familiar, it's when the... Usually it's at least the bride and groom, if not the whole bridal party and the family. They all stand in a line right at the entrance so that yeah. all the guests can say hi to them. It's like a receiving line. You have to go yes. through the line like entering the reception. Yes. And one time I was a second shooter at, I was a second photographer at a wedding reception and it was a Mormon wedding. It was a backyard reception. And I was there for like three hours and I don't think the couple sat down to do anything until like after dark. Oh my gosh. Like they were literally standing in that line for two hours. No, that's my nightmare. And I'm standing there with my camera. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll go take more pictures of the dessert table. Like you guys aren't even doing anything. (laughs) Yeah. I felt so bad. Yeah. No, I feel like I haven't been seeing it done as much anymore, which is good. And I'm glad people are stopping because, oh my gosh, I can't imagine how boring that would be. Yeah. That's one thing that I knew immediately. I was like, I'm not yeah. doing that at my reception. Yeah. One of Ryan's friends at their wedding, they like exited the ceremony and then they were like, okay, everyone, please go to like this area. And the bride and groom just kind of like stayed at the back of the ceremony. And as everyone was just like walking through, they just kind of like greeted everybody quickly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's actually a really good idea. Yep. So you can like get FaceTime with everybody really quick and say like, hello, hello, hello. Mm-hmm. As everyone moves to the cocktail hour. And then you don't have to feel pressure to be like, oh, I didn't even say hi to them or whatever. But you also yeah. don't have to deal with the whole line. Yep. Yeah. Well, and for guests, too. I can't tell you how many like Mormon receptions I went to where I'm like, I kind of know the bridal couple. Yeah. I don't know your uncle. I don't yeah. want to hug your uncle. Or like, you know the bride, but you've never met the groom before. And no. you have to be like, hi to their parents. And like, yeah, I'm Lindsay. Yeah. They're like, OK. <laughs> Literally. And then I, or if someone's holding up the line and you're like, I just want to get to the freaking yep. food table yeah. and eat my, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, someone said that they hate the mosh pits at weddings. I've never been mosh. I've never experienced like a true a mosh pit. I had maybe a 
I don't know, Mr. Brightside came on and well, no, you yours can was guess just the rest. Yeah, well, yours was just like a party. Yeah, I don't it think was a pop and dance floor. I love a pop and dance floor at a wedding, <laughs> but yeah, I could see how, um, especially the groomsmen could get oh, a little yeah. bit unhinged in that type of scenario, mm-hmm. especially if there's alcohol. Oh yeah, it gets a little wild. Yeah, no moshing at weddings. Yeah, time and place. Someone said that they don't like the trend of asking your guests to leave so you can have your first dance privately. I personally have never had this happen at a wedding, but that is kind of odd. Yeah, I haven't seen that before. Like, do they all just come back in afterwards Uh, and then finish the reception? I don't know. That seems weird. Yeah, I don't know. I will say Ryan and I had a private last dance right? where we sent everybody out to get set up for our sparkler exit, and Mm -hmm. then we had a private last dance. That was one of my favorite favorite oh, moments of I the night. I love that. It was just like, because the first dance is fun and it's cute and great, but it's like you have everybody watching you and mm-hmm. whatever. But it was just like, I mean, we had our photographer and videographer, but it was literally just like they just like disappeared. And it was just like the two of us. And it was like so emotional and precious and sweet. And it just felt like, oh, wait, it was like lifted off. Like, yeah, oh gosh, like we're married and we're just like dancing together. Aww. And it was so sweet. So we have like two wedding songs, our yeah. first dance and our last dance. And that I truly, truly love. Yeah. But the first dance, I feel like when everybody's already in there and the it's just getting started. Yeah, that's kind of odd. It seems like a weird flow. Yeah, like everyone turn around. Yeah, okay, everyone, now. everyone put on your blindfold for <laughs> your first dance. Look. <laughs> um, this person said the, well, I don't know if this is a trend. This is kind of just a social construct that the bride's parents are traditionally expected to pay for most of the wedding. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, there's two of us getting married. Right. Aren't there? (laughs) And both of our sides are coming to this wedding. Yeah. And, okay, there are a lot of wedding traditions that I hate because of where they stem from in that it's like the bride is being sold or traded for, like, money or riches or gold. So it's like, that's where that comes from. (laughs) It's like, oh, the bride's parents have to pay the father of the groom in order for, like, you're selling your daughter. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I know modern day, there's like the trade-off is, oh, typically the groom's parents will pay for like the honeymoon or whatever. Or like the rehearsal. Yeah. Or the yeah. rehearsal dinner. Yeah. It, but it's just not going to be equal. Like yeah. that's, yeah. That is probably an outdated tradition we need to yeah. revisit. The last one that was submitted was a choreographed first dance. Yeah. And I'm picturing, I'm not picturing like a cute little waltz. I'm picturing like where they're doing a dance and then they're like, and then they break into like a pop song and then they start like dancing together. Yeah. Is that kind of what you're thinking? I or? don't know. I was kind of, I was kind of thinking it could be either because oh. I have seen where some people will like learn a type of like waltz or mm-hmm. type of ballroom dance for their yeah. first dance. But then it, they're just like so focused the whole time and it doesn't really seem like genuine or like sweet Mm because they're just like focused on getting the steps right so I like I kind of agree that I don't love that if you want to do that great but yeah I feel like there shouldn't be so much pressure but they I don't know maybe are more likely talking about like a choreographed like routine yeah like a dance routine (laughs) right which Lindsay didn't have a choreographed first dance but you had a choreographed father-daughter dance but if you know our dad that was like the most amazing thing to have ever witnessed well and again going back to the line dances like I just hate when it goes on too long yeah like I made sure that ours it was like two eight it was very we did like the slow dance and then it went into like 
Let's mm-hmm. Groove by Earth, Wind, and Fire. We did like two eight counts, and then that was it. And then everybody and then everyone joined. joined it. Yeah. But I like I agree when it goes on for too long. Again, it's like sometimes you can tell when they like don't want to be doing it, and they yeah. like felt kind of felt forced into it. Mm-hmm. They're not vibing. And then it's like uncomfortable for everybody. Or what about when the bride and like her bridal party do a dance and they make the groom like sit on a chair, yeah. like facing them. And then <laughs> especially when it's, I'm not trying to dig on like Mormon receptions, but like competitive dancers. Yeah. When they like come out and they try to dance all like sexy for them. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, that groom is like so horny now because he's like getting a lap dance from his bride. And then. <laughs> You've got like your grandparents sitting right there. <laughs> like I saw that at a reception once and oh. I was like, I don't want to be here. Yeah. It was awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Just save it for the hotel room. Yeah. After. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Okay. Things that we would have done differently at our wedding. Do you want to just kind of like list yours off? Yeah. I'm I just don't gonna, have very many. Okay. Yeah. There were a few things I definitely wish I did differently. So the first thing, and I think me and Lindsay share this. So for those of you that aren't super familiar with like a Mormon or LDS wedding, typically the wedding day, you first go to the temple and have the ceremony in the temple. Yeah. And then there's a little break in the day and then you go and have like your reception. Yeah. Um, Lindsay and I both also had like a ring ceremony a ring ceremony yes so we basically had your normal wedding but beforehand we also did the temple ceremony which is a whole long thing in and of itself I did that we did that all in one day yeah and looking back like I don't even remember I feel like I don't even remember my wedding day sometimes because it was so rushed I was stressed out Mm -hmm. I remember we were running late to the temple I was not in a good mood like I feel so bad for that we were running late to our own ring ceremony like literally like guests were there before me and I just felt so rushed and so that's one thing I wish that we had split those into different days yeah I agree with that 100 percent yeah well yeah I mean like because you do the whole temple thing and then you come out and then you have to do pictures at the temple Mm -hmm. and then you do pictures with the family and then the bridal party and then just the two of you so then it's like everyone else is going and getting set up for the ceremony and like by the time we finished, we stopped and picked up Chick-fil-A and ate it in the car on the way to the reception. And we got there like 10 minutes before it was supposed to start. Yeah. So like we couldn't even walk around and like look at it after it was all set up mm-hmm. because there were already like people arriving. And I was like, right. I don't want it to be out here like in my dress and everything before the ceremony. Right. So and yeah, I was just so tired. Like <laughs> Ryan and I got to our hotel room afterward and like we both fell asleep on the bed for like an hour <laughs> and a half. Like because our our room had like two queen beds or something or like two kings i don't remember it had two beds so we each were just like lounging on a separate bed like scrolling on our phones and we fell asleep until like 11 30 and then we woke up and we're like all right like better do this like, but we were so tired and i was like oh my gosh this was it was such a long day yeah it was and really we left our day. reception at like 8 30 or 8 45 yep. it was not like late Yep. So yeah, yeah, I agree with that hundred percent. Splitting it up would be one of the big things I would change. And because the day was so rushed, I did not have a whole getting ready party with my bridesmaids, which that is another huge regret of mine because the first time I saw all of my bridesmaids in their dresses all made up was as I was coming out of the temple when everyone else was around. So I'm like, oh my gosh, like my bridesmaids, I haven't talked to you, some of you guys in months because I haven't seen you. And I just hate how, yeah, it was just so rushed and 
I that just really bums me out to think about. Yeah. And then I also wish that I had gotten a professional hairstylist. This really just came down to budget for me. Yeah. I was like, had really like depleted my budget. And also in Tucson, it's really hard to find like a private hairstylist. Usually they work out of salons and they're hecka expensive. Yeah. So I don't know. Or I they just like won't come to your house. Like yeah. you have to go to the salon and it's yeah. like, I don't have time for that. <laughs> yeah. So that was just kind of me not prioritizing. And then my last thing was just kind of specific to me, but my bouquets got my bridesmaids bouquets and my bouquet got left in the car during the whole temple ceremony. So by the time they were taken out of my car, my bouquet was like half wilted. <laughs> so if you look closely in my wedding photos, my bouquet is half wilted. I'm and I don't so know sorry. whose fault that is. I don't think I we don't thought that, that through when all. we put the bouquets in our car. I don't know why we did that. But regardless, that was yeah. just kind of like a bummer. It wasn't a huge deal because my bouquets were a lot of like greenery, but the yeah. flowers were like, womp. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think, because I came, I think with the boys and we did not have the flowers, but I was responsible for like getting the bow ties to the groomsmen. Because they didn't have the bow ties ahead of time. Oh. So, like, that was my job. And I got everyone their bow ties. <laughs> but, yeah, I didn't even know about the flowers. And, again, the day was just so rushed. Yeah. Like, I just didn't – I didn't yeah. have a wedding coordinator, whatever. Right. Is that all of yours? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, I will say, like, I loved my wedding. Like, I look back on it and – I mean, it's only been just over two years. But I'm, like – there are so many decisions where I'm like, I love that we did that. Yeah. I love that we did X, Y, and Z. You did like, a good job. And maybe this is just people trying to make me feel good, but a lot of my friends and even like just other people who were there, like they will still be like, oh, you're, you know, your wedding. It was just so beautiful. I mm-hmm. loved your wedding. Like people tell me that all the time and I, it makes me feel really good. Yeah. So the same thing about the structure of the day. I mm-hmm. wish we would have done the temple on a different day. Um, I loved my okay let me say this first because this I think led to a lot of the things that I wish I would have changed I wish that I would have had a longer engagement because my engagement was only five months long strictly because we got engaged in July I wanted a fall wedding and I didn't want to wait until the next fall because I'll just say it at LDS culture it's like you're not supposed to have sex before marriage yeah so it's like you want to know why everybody's engagements and they get married so fast. It's that's why it's <laughs> true. everyone's trying not to have sex before they're married. Yeah. Okay. It's true. So say about that what you will, but <laughs> <laughs> in hindsight, I'm like, I wish that we would have just taken the extra time because I was also starting a brand new job at that time. I was mm. starting night shift for the first time. I was living on my own for the first time. And just, there was so much going on. And so every decision I feel like I made with regard to my wedding was just like split second. Like we have to decide because we don't have time to like think on it too much. So that's what I would say is like one of my biggest regrets. And Ryan and I have talked about this too. We kind of agree. But um, I just feel like when you are limited on time and limited on budget, you have to sacrifice a lot of the things that you want because yeah. a lot of times you can make things work on a low budget if you've got the time to like DIY or right. source things from thrift stores or whatever. But unless you have a really, really just like unlimited budget and you can pay express or expedited for whatever yep. decor, dress, anything, it's like, well, then <laughs> it's hard to be pressed for time. Yeah. So... That being said, I did love my wedding dress and it was very it really expensive so and I, I won't 
pretend to be like, ugh, I hate my dress. Like I loved it and I felt very beautiful in it. But that being said, I wish that I would have let myself have more leeway with the standard of dress that I was looking for. Yeah. So that being said, I was looking for something that I could wear like temple garments with and Mm -hmm. that's all great and fine. But again, I wish we did the ceiling on a different day (laughs) so that I wish I could just have picked whatever dress I wanted Mm -hmm. and whatever I felt beautiful in. Yeah. And I also wish that I had more time so I didn't have even more limited options on top of that because I had to pick something that was in stock in my size that you still have to get it altered and it takes months and months and months. Okay. So that's one of my things. And then I kind of wish that we would have just done everything a little bit smaller scale. Yeah. Um, Especially because it's just so much money. And like I mentioned before, we were kind of doing it at a non-wedding venue. So you have to bring in everything from the outside. Tablecloths, chairs, tables, lights, everything that you could think of has to come in from outside and you are paying per head. My chairs were like $3 a chair to rent. And those weren't even like the fanciest ones. (laughs) It's just so crazy how much things add up. So we also had a huge bridal party. We had like 10 bridesmaids and 10 groomsmen, which there's nobody that I would be like, Oh, I wanted to kick them out of my bridal party. But it just was a lot of people to keep track for. Cause then it's like, a bouquet and a boutonniere for every single one of those people. Mm -hmm. And that cost adds up, you know? Yeah. So I would, of course, still had all of them at my wedding. But even when we had our rehearsal dinner, it was like our bridal party and significant others and like immediate family and few extended family. I'm like, this could literally be a wedding in and of itself. This is like 75 people. (laughs) So just cost wise, because now I look back and I'm like, that was just so much money. For one day, yeah, it just feels a little bit unnecessary right. to have spent that much. Um, so yeah, I just feel like we could have done it on a smaller scale. And I mean, we had a great honeymoon, and like my in-laws like gifted it to us, which was so generous of them, and we had a great time. But it's like that money just could have gone towards other things. Like if you're doing your budgeting your own honeymoon, like put the money to that. Like that is right. more important. You're gonna like. I don't know, have more memories from that than just your wedding day. Mm -hmm. So the only other thing, this is just a very small thing, is that when I was doing my exit, uh, I guess nobody would think to tell me this, but nobody told me that I didn't have to like run down (laughs) through the tunnel of people (laughs) because we did a sparkler exit. It was kind of lining the front of the house and like the front walkway and we were like, okay, ready? And I just like sprinted. You can see in the pictures, like Ryan is being like dragged behind me. And I like sprinted down and then we did a kiss and I was like, bye everybody. Like, and every other single wedding, it's like they walk down cue or they kind of skip and they go like a couple of times yes. to get like all the pictures and all the footage. Yeah. But I just was like, okay, bye. Like sprinted <laughs> off. He's like, I'm going to exit. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just something that like, I didn't think about clearly it doesn't happen enough for somebody to be like, make sure you don't sprint right for the pictures. <laughs> you can just walk. But, um, yeah, I definitely just like ran through. And he's like, bye. I'm going to go have sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. No. Well, I did that too, but I think it was more because I didn't want to get burned by a sparkler. So I was like, I got to get through this tunnel of death like mm-hmm. as soon as possible yeah I think that's why I ran but we did ours twice yeah that's so funny 
So we're going to go through all of your submissions for things you wish you did differently at your wedding. The first few were kind of like shared between a bunch of you. And I think what I saw the most of was just when it comes to photography and videography. Several of you guys said, I wish I had, you know, picked like a better photographer or like research photographers more and picked like an actual photographer rather than just someone that your mom knew or someone that's a friend they're a cousin that has a camera yeah so that was one or like actually had a videographer I think that's one that a lot of people will skip on Mm -hmm. that was one of my favorite things like it was no question for me like we are budgeting for a videographer like we're not skipping I think it was so worth it it's a big chunk of budget but for me it was so worth it to have a videographer because pictures are amazing you can't frame a video right right but Oh man, watching my wedding video makes me cry every oh, time I watch same, it. Yeah. yeah. So if you guys are planning for a wedding, of course, you know, whatever your budget allows for. But I think having a photographer and a videographer is crucial. That's my opinion. Someone yeah. else also said like having a list of photo groupings that I wanted instead of going in blind, which yeah. again is true because you're not going to know in the moment like, wait, did we get a picture of, you know, me with all the bridesmaids plus my mom or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's a weird grouping, but you know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> so that's definitely something. And then as far as doing, Lindsay talked about this, but doing first look and bridal photos way before the wedding, we kind of already touched on that. Yeah. That's something that someone wishes they had done differently, which I, I agree with. I think it kind of takes away from like this specialness yeah. of the the moment someone just said I wish I had taken bridles yeah which, yes you definitely want to even if it's just the same day set aside some time for your photographer even yeah. if it's 30 minutes just to get some of you and your your new spouse yeah I think a lot of couples will do that like during cocktail hour like they have the ceremony and then you break for cocktail hour before the reception starts mm-hmm. and that's when they go do pictures I'm like yes. that works perfectly yeah like, that's great yeah no that is perfect And then someone also said, you know, I wish I had specific ideas for our bridal pictures that I could have given the photographer, which I will say the photographer really should be coming with those, right? Because we don't expect you guys to know how to pose yourselves. But I do think that's still good to look at like inspo pictures. Yeah. I really want a picture of our rings or, you know, whatever. But the photographer. If it was just some random lady that your mom knows. They're not going to (laughs) know. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last thing, someone talked about how they didn't want people to have like their phones out at their wedding, which that was a big rule at my wedding. I was like, no phones during the ceremony or I will like punch you in the face. So and everyone honored that. But she did say um, someone did sneak a photo and it was like one of her favorite photos from the wedding of, I think it was like her, her brother and the groom's brother both looking at him watching her walk down the aisle. Oh, yeah. And she basically just said she wishes that she had had more fun, candid photos from the guests. Yeah. Which makes me think, I wish I'd put like a disposable camera at each table. Uh-huh. I think that's super fun yeah. when guests take pictures like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm totally like fine with them like during the reception and stuff. I just didn't want all the pictures of the ceremony to everyone just have like phones up, you know? Right. Like, so... We had our officiant ask, but I think there were still some people that yeah. had them out. But mm. yeah, mostly just for like picture purposes. Yes. Okay. So there were also several of you that said that you wish you had just eloped and gone somewhere amazing and <laughs> did something way smaller. I feel like that was kind of like what I was saying with the money. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I wish we would have eloped because we have a lot of family and it like we wanted all of our family and close right. friends there. But I don't know. I am fully in support of like 
the couple and they take a photographer and videographer to like the cliffs of Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> then they just do their honeymoon from there. I'm like, right. That's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> that's so smart. Yeah. Especially if like, that's what you want to do. If you don't want a huge day, I feel like a lot of people don't want all the attention of a wedding day. Like right. either them or the groom or both just like, don't love all that attention fixated the, on them. Like a whole day about them is like their nightmare. Right. <laughs> Which I can't relate to. I love that, but <laughs> it makes sense, you know? And then someone said they wish they wouldn't have spent so much money on the wedding and instead put it towards a better honeymoon, which, yeah. Right. The honeymoon is so important. Don't neglect the honeymoon. Like, oh my gosh. I wish I could go back to our honeymoon every single day. Yeah. It was so fun. Yeah. I did not. We were uh, right before COVID wedding. So we unfortunately did not get to take our honeymoon for like a year yeah, and a half. Yeah. And I was bitter the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I'm so but we sorry. eventually got it and it was super fun. Yeah. But we left for ours the day after. And even that seemed like a stress because I don't know how people go straight from the wedding to like catch a flight. Like how are you already packed? Like I don't know. That was my biggest stressful thing was the packing because we had to like, get like the little pouches for our phones to be in the water and like yeah. mosquito candles and just random things that you yeah. wouldn't think of that you need to take to St. Lucia. Like Right. <laughs> yep. So that was another stressor that was yeah. like too many things for me to be thinking about mm-hmm. at once. And yeah. I wish I would have had more time to plan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, someone said that they wish they had shoved the cake in their husband's face. <laughs> uh, she said, too many opinionated family members led me to not do it. I'm a people pleaser, but I wish I would have smashed it. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I'm all for that. I hate when people like feel like because of their people pleaserness, like that's their reason for doing or not doing things. Yeah. I'm like, listen, I would never want the cake smashed in my face, but especially if you're smashing it in his face, he can just wipe it off. Right. He'll be fine. Very true. It's like, just do it. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, just maybe go buy you a can do, <laughs> you can do a vow renewal and then just do like a full face smash in the cake. Yeah. Smash his face right into the whole cake. Yeah. I'm sure he'd love that. Austin yeah. would love that. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's his dream. He actually asked for that for one of his birthdays. We, his sister made him a cake and then we smashed his face in it. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, we did. And then he grabbed a big handful of it. Oh, anyway, sorry. That's so fun. (laughs) Tangent. Um, This person says they wish they would have been able to get their mom to chill out and enjoy the day rather than stress. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. That's hard. Was it because you had too short of an engagement and it was very stressful? (laughs) You should have hired Lindsay as your maid of honor and she could have been a barrier between Uh, you and your... Yeah, I would have been running interference okay <laughs> like the freaking secret service she would have made sure you guys were very far apart yeah from each other at the venue and yeah I'm sorry that really sucks some people said I wish we hadn't put some people in our wedding party just because they were family yeah that's very yeah. true like you don't need you know your sister-in-law's cousin yeah in your wedding party just because you know yeah bridal parties are so hard yeah because like Yes, it's one thing with, like, family and wanting to not leave any family out. But it's also hard with, like, friend groups because right, you that know. was, like, something that we ran into, too, where it was, like, well, I had this friend group from whatever situation and I'm closer with so-and-so, but I can't ask her without asking her, you right. know, kind of thing, which, like, is how it feels sometimes and it's hard. And now after having a wedding... I would never, ever, ever take it personally if I was not asked to be in somebody's bridal party. Like, even if I was, like, 
best friends with them. Yeah. Like, you know what? You got to make the decisions you got to make. I know it's a hard choice, Mm -hmm. but before I got married, it's very much, I feel like, especially among women, it's like you take it very personally. It's like you're choosing. Yeah. It's like you've, you're choosing your best friends or the people you love the most. And that's really not what it is. And in case anyone needs to hear this, if you haven't been asked to be in somebody's bridal party that you thought you were going to be in, it's totally fine. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean that they don't like you or that you're not friends. It's just, honestly, it's so hard to narrow it down. Yeah. So I kind of wish that we would have just done like maybe sisters and brothers even. Yeah. Because here's the thing, too. It's like you can do it however you want. You can have maybe an official bridal party of four people, but then for your bachelorette trip, invite a group of 15 girls, you know, have 15 girls come and get ready with you on the actual day. Like just because they're not standing up there with you and wearing the matching dresses doesn't mean that you can't still involve them. Right. Which I feel like is something that I kind of didn't really think about. Because I was so limited on time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it all comes back to the short engagement. Lindsay's really bitter right now. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, like it's like there's so many other ways that you can involve all the people that you want to be involved, even if you don't want to have them all be an official bridal party member. Right. Yep. This person said they wish they would have been less of a people pleaser. She said she wanted the whole wedding party to wear chucks, but one bridesmaid refused to wear them because she didn't like the way her feet looked in them. So she caved and the girls just ended up wearing whatever they wanted. And that girl who complained wore Old Navy flip-flops. Be so serious. (gasps) Do they even sell Old Navy flip-flops anymore? For $1 (laughs) when they're on sale. (gasps) I don't understand how you think your feet look better in an Old Navy flip-flop than in a Converse sneaker. No one's feet look good in Old Navy (laughs) flip-flops. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. They were probably like the white ones that were all dingy too. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I hope her toenails were painted. (gasps) I'm so sorry. Yeah. The people pleaserness, I can never relate to. I'm like the least people pleaser person of anyone that I know, I fear. Um, (laughs) But yeah, if you need someone to talk to your bridal party for you, I'll tell them. I'll tell them to get over it. I'll be your buffer. (laughs) I'm so sorry. That's so annoying. Yeah. This person said they regretted doing the reception line, which we already went into detail about that. And we know why it's the worst. So this person said they wish they had a ceremony because they always dreamt of walking down the aisle. Girl. I'm so sorry. She probably had a a temple wedding. Yes. (sighs) Yes. That's so hard because there are some like super, super traditional church members who it's like, they frown upon doing like a ring yes. ceremony. Yep. And I'm like, I don't get that. That does not make any sense to me. Yeah. You're celebrating your love. Yep. Like. Yeah. And it used to be where a few years back, you, if you got married just with doing like a ring ceremony, like a civil wedding, we call it. Yeah. You couldn't get sealed in the temple for a year. Yeah. So it used to be like, you, it would prevent you from getting right. married in the temple. Yeah. And then they, they did away with that rule yeah. so you could kind of just do whatever which I'm yeah. glad they did away with that so you could like literally have a wedding and then go the next day and do like your yes. temple ceremony yes yeah. which is so much better and yeah. oh I'm so sorry oh that I know. breaks my heart please do a vow renewal at like 10 years or yeah. something I loved my ceremony yes. walking down the aisle was so fun I oh. just loved it walking down the aisle with my dad like that's every well maybe not every girl's <laughs> dream but that was my dream from yeah. when I was little and I'd watch say us to the dress and I'm like I would be so sad because I'm like, I'm never going to have that walking down the aisle Yeah, because you just traditionally don't do that. So I'm glad that I did it. I will say 
I loved having dad walk me down the aisle. It's not that I like didn't want him walking me down the aisle, but that was something that I didn't really think through. Like, okay, where did this start and why do we do this? I was very specific that I was like, we are not going to be doing the who gives this bride away. Right. I'm not anyone's thing to be given. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I was very explicit about that. Like, we're not doing that. Yeah. But when I, I just didn't think about like, I kind of wish I would have had mom and dad walk me down the aisle. Oh, that like, would have been cute. I kind of love that because it's like they both have raised me. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And I think, and I've told mom that and she's like, oh, like, that's okay. Like, it wasn't like she was like, oh, that would have been so nice. I'm sure yeah. she would have loved it. But I'm like, that kind of would have been special. Yep. Anyway. Oh, that is cute. Yeah. This person said they wish they had picked a different color scheme and then also wish they had picked a different style of dress. Oh. Let me just say, trends are going to change. Yeah. Like, I look back at what I thought would have been so cool when I was, like, 19 and thought yeah. I was going to get married at 19. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it would have been a hot pink. Fugly. And navy Kate Spade-themed wedding. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know. So many ruffles. Like pearls and like I was just obsessed with Kate Spade back then. I don't know why. Yeah, it would have been so bad. So bad. So thank goodness. (laughs) Anyway. But then it's like I feel like now I can appreciate like that those trends of like 2010 like that really ate at the time. Yep. You know, you just have to appreciate it for what it does. Even even though it's cringy now, it's like. They probably loved that at the time. It was yeah. probably like all the rage. Yep. You know? And you just have to trust and remember that at that time you loved that. Yeah. Like you look back at the 80s wedding dresses with the giant sleeves. Yeah. We cringe at them. But at the time, like yeah. they loved that. And that was the moment was the sleeve or whatever. So just know that at the time you loved it and just, I don't know. Hopefully that helps you. Yeah. Okay. This person said they had a plan to keep their bouquet somewhere safe after the ceremony um, but it wasn't even something that they thought of because she had put down a deposit for it to be pressed and framed. But then her mom called her the next day while they were at the airport and told her the bouquet got lost and nobody could find it. And so she was really sad. But her bridesmaids were able to gather enough of the flowers to replicate her bouquet so she could still get it preserved. Oh, my gosh. That sucks. Honestly, I wish I would have gotten my bouquet preserved. Me too. By the time I thought of it, though, it was like there was not enough time to yeah. like get it because usually you have to like set it up with the date and time with the little company, usually they're like small businesses that do it Mm -hmm. and then send it out overnight and whatever. It was like a whole thing. And I was like, I just don't have the brain power for this, but Oh, I wish I would have got mine preserved. I'm glad you still got to have something. That's probably still really special. I kept Ryan's boutonniere, but it's literally just like shriveled up in a box. (laughs) Like I still have my prom corsages too. And they're just like shriveled dried flowers like I don't know why I keep it it just feels like a memento I should keep but yeah Ryan's like tiny little boutonniere is all shriveled up (laughs) but it's a thought yeah sweet well I mean what can you say you live and you learn there's I don't know if anyone's ever had like a perfect wedding that went off without a hitch like there's always going to be something but I don't know, maybe in the next life yeah. we can remember that. And then, <laughs> yeah, I will say I've, I lately have been gathering an appreciation for when I see other people doing things that I think are cringy because I'm like, you know what? I love that you're doing what you want to do. And it's like, 
maybe you even know that people think that certain parts are cringy but you still do it anyway like me with the shoe game it's like you know what i was like i don't care i think it's cute and fun and i want to do it so i'm gonna do it (laughs) she's like i want to be lame in my reception (laughs) no it was totally sick i'm kidding but i just kind of like i don't know for some reason i just love seeing people just do what they want to do even though it's like oh i don't like that or i wouldn't do that it's like well guess what they don't care what i think because i'm not even there i'm just seeing pictures on instagram so yeah and it's not like i'm gonna comment and be like i hated that you did (laughs) xyz you know what i mean it's like yeah nobody cares just do whatever you want to do you want to have a harry potter themed wedding reception (sighs) go for it i have seen that before oh period with wands oh yeah okay anyway um okay we're like kind of out of time but there were a few just like funny kind of crazy stories that we wanted to share but we don't have time to share them all um this person said they had to get a restraining order against their dad six weeks before the wedding because she said no to inviting two of his quote-unquote super important cousins that i'd never met before and he started threatening her oh okay my gosh are you okay yeah i'm so sorry that's so scary why did they put super important in quotes? Super important cousins. For some reason, I was thinking it was like mafia involvement. Kind of sounds like it. Okay. Anyway, this person said that she caught her friend's wedding bouquet and the bride's aunt ran across the dance floor and yelled at her screaming that she stole it from her daughter in front of everyone. <sighs> it was so weird. Oh my gosh, babe. It's not that serious. She obviously has some maybe she's projecting. She's projecting. She probably has some pent up anger. Yeah. Maybe she never caught the bouquet. I don't know. Okay. This person said, at the end of the night, we did sparklers and we went through two times since they were still burning. And the second time we went through, a spark fell off and flew down my dress and burned my dress and my stomach. I have a scar right in the middle of my stomach because it was basically a third degree burn. (gasps) At first it was scary, but now it's a good story and a memory I'll literally always have from it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. Ow. Rick. I'm so sorry. Yeah. That's, and again, I think that's why people run through the sparkler yeah, it's kind of exit. Spooky. It is scary because yeah. people don't hold them up very high. Well, and you have like children. True. That are sometimes. like about to poke you in the butthole <laughs> yeah. with the sparkler. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man. <laughs> Weddings are so wild. Oh, I know. I like, Ryan and I just went to a wedding this last weekend and I'm like, I wish I could go to more weddings. Like, can we get invited to more weddings? They're so fun. I just love going yeah, to them. They are fun. Ugh. I don't know. I have always been like a hopeless romantic and I'm always just like, oh my gosh, weddings. Oh, I just love them. Yeah. I literally wanted to be a wedding planner for the longest time. You, Do you did, remember that yeah. in high school? And, and I, was I was like, like I'm going to be a wedding planner. And you guys thought I was stupid. I'm like, Lindsay's so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> she I has been, dreams. Stupid. I could have been great at it. I could have been like an Instagram famous You could still do it, Lindsay. You could uh, still do it. I don't know. You could. I would hire you if I hadn't gotten married yet. Thank you. I am very assertive. You are. And, and confrontational. Yeah. I can picture you like Monica when she does Phoebe's wedding with her little headset on. Yeah. Yeah. You'd yeah, be just be like fun. that. Okay. Maybe I'll look into it. Yeah. Nurse turned podcaster turned wedding coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I probably would like the coordinator more than like the planner part. Oh, that would suck. Yeah. Yeah. You could just work out a venue where you coordinate every wedding yeah. at that venue. Oh, that would be so fun, actually. Yeah, there you go. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Things to think about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thank you guys all so much for submitting. This was such a fun episode. Yeah. I love talking about this. Yeah, I also love talking about my own wedding because I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, it was so fun. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, you can follow us on Instagram at Girls These Days Podcast. We would love if you could rate the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. It's super quick and easy to do. And if you liked this episode, it would really mean a lot if you could share the episode link to your Instagram stories just so we can grow our audience and get more people listening to the podcast. But yeah. And for future episodes, if we take submissions, that will always be done on our Instagram. And we try to leave a highlight up on there. But with the question boxes on Instagram, they don't like stay active very long, which is annoying. So if we have anything through a Google Forms, it will be on our highlight and you can vote on our Sunday surveys every week as well through our Instagram. So that's kind of where all the action is happening. But we will also be back next Thursday with another new episode for you. So we hope to see you tuning in. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Bye.